You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Once upon a time, you could turn off the TV, the radio, put away the paper, and your children would be protected from the news. These days, of course, it's not so simple. Given the magnitude of the attack in Manchester, there's a chance your child has been exposed to the news. It could be through social media, from your own phone, or maybe even other children are talking about it. So what, as parents, can we do to explain what's happening without adding to their distress? Nathan Baisley is the presenter of Behind the News on the ABC. It's a news service specifically for children. Hi, Nathan. How are you? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Now, Behind the News covered this story yesterday. I know your um, audience group is a little bit older than the parents that um, we talked to here on Kindling Conversation, but can you tell us uh, how you put together a news piece on something like what's happened in Manchester for children? Yeah, absolutely. Um, There's a lot of uh, different considerations that go into Uh, changing what the news would usually present uh, as information about a a horrible horrible event like this. And one of the first ones is for us is just uh, picking the right time slot and the right um, circumstance. So uh, each evening we have two bulletins, one's at five and one's at just before eight o'clock. And we decided not to put it in our our five o'clock bulletin because we didn't know whether kids would are more likely to have parents around at the time. So we really want them to have adults around when they see this kind of stuff so that they can at least immediately ask questions because that's a big part of it is just opening up and talking about it can really allay a lot of fears and and concerns. So we wanted to make sure that they're most likely to be around uh, the house with an adult. So we decided just to put it in our uh, later bulletin. And then from there, it's all about, uh, for us, uh, choosing our images really carefully. Um, you know, watching the adult news at night, uh, they really focus on the most dramatic pictures. So you'll see horrible things and uh, it, it'll be really quite shocking because that's, you know, part of news is trying to, to show you the enormity of the event by showing the most dramatic pictures. Uh, for us, it's the complete opposite. We try to show uh, the, the least dramatic pictures. So kids get an idea that something has happened, but they don't get any images that will stick in their heads for days or weeks on end that when they close their eyes, they'll, they'll come back to them. We don't want to give them any of those those horrible pictures to, to hold on to. And the same with, uh, with uh, hearing from people on the scene. Eyewitnesses can tell horrible, horrible stories. And, and while they're really valuable for adults to get an idea of what's happened, for kids, those words can go over and over in their heads. So for us, it's all about just giving them the bare facts of what's happened, making sure that the pictures aren't anything that are going to uh, stay with them for too long. And mostly, we want to show people coming in to help. So we want to show uh, people like uh, police, fire, uh, anti-terrorism people, uh, politicians, all of these big people coming together and trying to help out in a bad situation like this. So between all of those factors, we hope to present something that will at least give kids a really good idea of what has happened so they don't go and search for it somewhere else and, and possibly find things that, that aren't appropriate for them. So our children, or well, my children are five and under, and so will um, people listening have children that young. And there's one thing, so you can have safe places for kids to look at this kind of news, um, which might be for older children. What do you say to parents who might have children that are younger than your audience um, that might be 
um, trying to shield them from the news entirely so that they don't get access to this material. But inadvertently, they do because there are so many different um, ways they can access this stuff. Do you have any advice once children might may be exposed to something that's not appropriate? Uh, yeah, well, uh, the first piece of advice I would give is uh, don't always be sure that you have blocked it. So it's, it's, if you see them, you know, seeing some of this material, then that's great. Then you can sort of go into the mode of trying to talk to them and finding out what they feel about, what they've seen, how it makes them feel and processing the emotions that way. But uh, there might be kids that see it in their rooms on a device and then you mightn't have actually witnessed it. So it's worth actually just just asking and seeing if there's something that is on their minds that they would like to talk about. Try and open a dialogue as soon as possible so that you can at least find out where they're at and if there is something. They might have heard you over, uh, overheard you talking about it over the dinner table. So any of those kinds of uh, bits of information can be something that, that worries them because they know it's a big event and they can pick that up from such a very young age. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to just ask them how they feel about it. Ask them uh, what concerns they might have, what they've seen, how it makes them feel, um, does it you know, worry them in their lives right now. Some of those questions, they, they seem quite adult, I suppose, but kids will have an uh, opinion or, or a worry or a fear that comes to, to the surface as soon as they, they see some of this kind of material from shocking events like this. And so it's really important that you start helping them to process it. And then from there, it's just about answering questions as, as honestly, but as it's a, it's a very difficult walking act. But you, you want to be able to answer their questions so they don't feel like something's being kept from them. Because if they feel like something's being kept from them, then there's always that possibility that they'll go and look for answers themselves elsewhere. And so you want to tell them that something serious has happened. You want to tell them that uh, it, was a, it was a bad event. But you also want to stress that it was a long way away, that uh, a lot of people are over there trying to make sure it doesn't happen again, and a lot of people around the world are trying to make sure these events don't happen anywhere else. So it's, it's all about that sort of reassurance that things are being done to help. Which I understand completely, but I think one of my um, problems or the things that I, I find challenging is I have seen in a number of places to reassure children that this is an event that has happened far away and unlikely to happen here. Um, but as an adult, I don't even feel confident with that reassurance. Now, I don't want my children to be afraid. I don't want them to think they're going to walk out the door and something like this will happen to them. But I also don't want to tell them something like that. And then it does happen in Sydney. Something like the siege happens near, near them or, or, you know, I'm in Sydney, but obviously any part of Australia. Um, do you think that times are changing? Do you think that um, stressing how far away these events is actually... Because I, I, I worry that if something like that were to happen, then my children would never believe me again. Yeah, I, look, I completely understand that fear. And it's it's a really difficult one because in Australia we've been lucky in the past that we've been able to kind of feel geographically separate from most of these big events that are happening, these horrible events that have happened throughout uh, sort of America and the UK and Europe. We've been able to feel like, well, we're a long way away geographically, so we can feel, take some solace from that and feel safer. And, and while that's probably true to a degree, there you only have to look at the uh, government's advisory to know that there is a chance that these kinds of events might happen here one day. Um, I suppose in that situation, it's always worth 
telling kids, again, it depends on the age of, the, uh, of your child and how you feel that they uh, process the information that you give them and, and how they process information about the world itself. But um, it's probably just worth saying, look, these things are less likely to happen here, but not ruling it out completely. You don't want to, you know, labour on the point too much, but you don't want to give them the, the sense that it's never going to happen here because we can never say that about any event in any place in the world. This coverage, of course, will be ongoing for quite a while. And I kind of feel as this is a problem for adults as well, that saturation coverage can have a real impact on our mental health. Um, This incident in Manchester, I think, is particularly affecting for a lot of parents because children were targeted. Nobody likes that. But, you know, when it's when it's your when you have children, you feel this quite intensely. I mean. I'm just wondering, uh, Nathan, as a parent yourself, do you have advice that crosses over from behind the news that you can give to parents as well in terms of how this coverage is just going to be ongoing? We're going to know more about the victims. We're going to hear more really sad and distressing stories. Um, I know that we talk a lot about how we can manage our children's distress, but do you have any advice for parents on how can they can manage their own? Yeah, I think that's a really important point that you raise because managing your own stress actually goes to helping your kids as well. If you're quite worried about an event and you're consuming a lot of it, your kids are aware of that, even if they're not seeing the images and hearing the words. And so managing your stress about a situation can actually really help them as well. And it also role models a really good behaviour for them to get into when they're adults. And I think my, my first point would be just to take a break from it as, as often as you can. Um, it's With rolling news coverage, the whole point of it a lot of the time is to just give you incremental updates. And realistically, most of us don't need those updates in day-to-day life. For those of us in the, in the news industry, it's something that we have to do as part of our job. But uh, even myself, I will take uh, moments out from uh, when we're covering events like this just to sort of decompress not see anything for a little while, not follow the updates, and then catch back up later. Because if you're following each incremental update as it goes along, it weighs more heavily on you with each fact that comes out and each face and each image and each sound. So I think taking a break is a really valuable thing to do as an adult. And then from there, it's also uh, really important. We talk about you know, encouraging kids to talk about their feelings. Talk with your partner or talk with a friend or talk with your parents and just open up with how it did make you feel. Um, there's a reason that psychologists talk to us all of the time about opening up about our feelings and just giving them a label. Because as soon as you give them a label, it, it takes away that, that, that power that they have over you. And so if you're talking to your partner or a friend and you say, look, you know, this, uh, when I saw this, I, I pictured the fact that this you know, could be me in, at, at one stage with our kids and, you know, we could be taking them to a concert and a bad thing could happen and that made me feel awful. That's okay. And that sort of talking about it, quite honestly, will help you to share that feeling and therefore hopefully lessen it in your, your own mind. Nathan, thank you so much for your time today. No worries. Thank you for having me.
That's Nathan Baisley. He's a presenter behind the news on the ABC. And behind the news actually have this great video explaining to children. It's it's made for kids on how they can deal with upsetting news coverage. It's not about anything in particular, but it does give some great tips. And we'll pop that up on our website. Just head to kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.